0: up everybody it's chad i'm back again in another week of ask chad grassy logic i'm here with my buddy josh Vegas from cruces craft cannabis again we're coming back we'll um, see what happened again and, you know what's what's going on with Crucius craft cannabis and get the update well first and foremost i appreciate you
1: i always gotta thank the team and everyone involved to make sure that i can be here because work is everywhere and we stretch out more than the average man so as you can tell I, I don't do normal stretching, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> business intellectual. 100. Um, but with that being said, uh, shoot, we just uh, just been grinding, climbing mountains to just to find another one. Nice. So that's just life in general. Nice. Uh, just trying to stay busy.
0: Just yeah, trying to stay busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. I've been, you know, working with them and everything, and yeah, staying pretty busy. Um, for the for the people who may be maybe new to the show, you know, can you give them a little bit about who you are personally?
1: Shoot, personally, uh, I'm an average dude i like to say nothing special uh i think um i'm just blessed to be honest what it comes down to um i just work hard just like everyone else we chase dreams it's either you help someone else build a dream or you build your own so i look at myself as an average guy surrounded by good people
0: just mm-hmm. like yourself good sir. Can. appreciate <laughs> it i, I will appreciate it man well yeah for the folks who are, who are also new who may not know who is Cruises craft cannabis well, we like to represent,
1: like, not only us, but the community. So our journey just started out making good medication. And if you've seen one of the episodes, I'd like to say, like, explained like, our journey and how the plant led us all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so pretty much um, that's our journey. And we just got here. So whenever legalization hit, we're just, like, totally blessed because that medical field and trying to get into yeah. the shops
0: and get going was, yeah. like, it's kind of nuts. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a struggle, you know, to try to talk to people who have a you know, really big ego and then talking to the people who are really humble. That's really nice. We're um, talking to the people who are very competitive. You know, it's, it's very interesting. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting world out there, um, especially right now. But yeah, if you guys want to find out more, um, go watch that episode with Josh. Um, I just wanted to kind of give a little lowdown. He goes in super depth of everything about those. That was probably one of the earlier episodes, to be honest, of this season. Yeah, to be honest. Um, yes, yeah. and I, I was like, you know what? Today might be a good day. Actually, unfortunately, my guest um, was going to be a, an old friend in the cannabis world, but he had a medical in, um, emergency, and Josh stepped in. I was like, you know what? What a good time to update everybody what's going on because I've already offered Yendo Farms to come back on, so him and his girlfriend both can be on. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's start doing some updates. You know, here and there, see what everybody's been doing. Um, and I'm gl- glad that, you know, I can bring you back on and you weren't busy today. <laughs> uh, I, was, uh, I was trying to take a nap. nap. <laughs> <laughs> Woke we'll his ass up. <laughs> so um, now that, you know, we're updated and everything, what's some new projects that, you know, you got working on?
1: So one of the things that we've been doing is that we always talk about community. And so with that being said, uh, some people might think that working with like other people might taint um, the... I'd say the level of production indoor the final product of anything we do. But uh, my argument to that is the community. We don't just want to bark about that. We're yeah. dogs with teeth, so we want to get into it. So we want to do projects and work with other farmers, other people, you know, obviously money and trade and whatever goes into that side. But I want to make sure that these farmers are educated to an extent so they grow and pretty much are ready for to the manufacturing side, yeah. what to look for uh, specific cultivars and mm-hmm. stuff like that to work with. Uh, we just want to make sure that they're well off, so when we're gone and they deal with other people, they won't have
0: to be in a situation like I'm in a corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, definitely, hundred percent. You know, and you've been handling it pretty well. You know, and you know, dealing with them and what farms are you know you're really working with right now.
1: So the most recent one, to be honest, is. Uh, Southwest Desert Gardens and Bird Fam Farms, uh, also go by Kendrick Spirit Gardens or Farms or something. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, multiple farms on one. Uh, everyone is great people. They uh, gave us a chance. We worked with them, and we've came up with some good cultivars and uh, some finds in there. Yeah. So, uh, no, well, fuck it. I'll just fill you in. <laughs> um, so we uh, have. Four new strains out right now. And we'll start with Mandarin Kush. Mm-hmm. Also, F Bomb, which is actually Forbidden Bomb. So, when we made the stickers, you just got to make everything to fit the lid and stuff. Uh, the third one is, I'd like to say, Oh, Victory Jungle Juice. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least is El Paso Land Race. Seems to be
0: like a local favorite too, right?
1: Uh, it, honestly, from the art to the actual end product, like people do. Um, enjoy it, or we just get good attention.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I've heard some people get offended when it because it does have a El Paso smell to it. Like you know, like every place you go has a certain smell, and this one in particular happens to smell like El Paso. Um, and you say, "What does that smell like?" I don't know. <laughs> go to El Paso and tell me. Um, you know, <laughs> Las Cruces has its own smell. Right. Um, you know, so th- that's. A just something and yeah sometimes yeah. it's kind of stinky here but bring chili
1: and crack it's we'll, we'll, <laughs> put, we'll put the jokes aside let's get it done yeah, we
0: just, screw it yeah <laughs> but you know and this one in particular did, does smell like el paso and i really like it you know like it's it's not like it's a terrible smell like oh my god get that out of my face and you know a lot of people take pride in it you know when they see like what this is el paso you know cultivar so that's that's really cool that you know you guys found that and
1: i do enjoy the, the like say the design that we came up with uh, people do enjoy that we're not from there but it's it feels good that we can nail like designs on the head yeah um also another shout out to ghost genetics uh before i forget this man uh has been breeding putting his work he's a fellow al paso i don't know if i said it right but uh he's done great work and that's actually
0: one of his uh, cultivars yeah nice yeah and you know he looks like he's putting out some good stuff and you know um really Showing hometown love because you know there's really no real land race in you know the Americas here in the United States. Right. right, Um, It's just named that because uh, I forget the reason why.
1: Well, uh, to be honest, it's not a true land race. We'll just get that out of the way for any questions. Um, This particular one was just named that. Um, I don't know. I don't. I feel it represents El Paso as far as the smoke. uh, What it represents also ghost genetics behind it which he's a fellow Paso, so i figured that it's a trifecta
0: that would yeah. represent but yeah i
1: can't make that choice all the time yeah uh we just hope that it's good
0: yeah <laughs> and, you know I'll pass is a sister city to cruces you know there's a lot in common that we have and don't get me wrong there's differences okay. um but yeah it's, it's great that we can represent that too you know, because a lot of people that come to our market and they buy from it are from El Paso. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. I can't forget that. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of the sales in the state are from Texas. So, you know, that's one big thing, too. You know, when they see that, you know, it's part of the marketing thing. So, it's, a, it's amazing. But speaking of the art, who does this art? Because people seem to love everything that you guys put out when it comes to the art. So,
1: um, the homie, uh quality Customs. You can find them on social medias from Instagram, Facebook probably what x instead of twitter now and so so on and so on um the man has paid due diligence he's a hard worker he grinds even when he takes a nap his machine's still printing with that money so uh he's really good whatever that you would need either if you want to describe the art that you would need he'll break it down from the bottleneck of confusion and uh i i always make this running joke where like Sometimes I speak like autism, like uh, 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 and he's all like, "Oh yeah, that could work." <laughs> so I'm all like, "Whoa, bro! Like, you, you understood me." And uh, so uh, me and him usually do the collabs for our work. But if I can't um, get to it or have time, uh, he's really good about getting stuff done as well as the graphics. Um, he really brings everything's like breathing the things to life. It's awesome. It's awesome.
0: Nice. Yeah, and I've heard him say that. You know, like a, I guess for certain artists, it's easier for them, for someone to come up and give them the ideas and feed it that way. And then they just bring it to life. And sometimes that works great. You know, it's like a little team effort, you know, that's, that's art sometimes, you know, and it's great. It has a really good, good end result um, is what really comes out of it. a great product. Um, because I, I tout it all the time, customer experience, labeling, marketing, you know, all these things, you know, come into play and they're really important at the end of the
1: day. I think like the teamwork too. the dynamic is yeah. very important because yeah from like an all-day project from a couple of uh, designs to like we'll sit down and like put probably put an hour each depending on what it is to get it in and out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's definitely good dynamic teamwork and uh, speak in your mind. Yeah, definitely 100%. <clears throat> and where is Cruises Craft right now and what stores? So uh, right now we're in Top Crab and Dark Matter. I would like to say the Southern Park, Las Cruces area, as well as maybe albuquerque mm-hmm. uh we're trying to go in albuquerque and stuff like that so be on the lookout uh other than that um we are uh i like to say maybe rio doso as well and uh, alamogordo hopefully soon um i think they ran out gotta check up
0: uh, <laughs>
1: and hopefully we're making plans for Carlsbad, new mexico so uh, we're just not just trying to stick to the area. We're trying to move around and spread the word, Billy Graham style or Billy Dab
0: style, <laughs> as we say. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it's important getting out there and you know putting that groundwork in and you know just getting the name out there. So I'm glad to see that. And if you guys um, um are in town in Cruces, go hit up Top Crop. They have Cruces Craft Cannabis. Is there anywhere else in town? I thought there's one more.
1: <clears throat> um, there is some. Um, I believe Empire Cannabis still has some of the the um, OG flavors, which is cereal milk and the Okay. um mm-hmm. it might be like uh, i will i'm terrible at this so please forgive me it might be like another spot oh hashtag cannabis please, ah, please don't push me the gut. Like a um, <laughs> uh, bunch of cool people great products good times uh they have some of our products as well at their store so please go check them out
0: nice definitely yeah so if you guys are in town, there's a few places to check it out but top crop seems to have a whole line um, of Christmas craft cannabis. So if there's something you want, they most likely have it, especially that El Paso Man race. Um I personally do like that one, so I keep talking about it. Um the Mandarin Chris was pretty good. Um I the like Mandarin, I, I did like that one. Um, but yeah, you know, out of all of them, I, I did like the El Paso and the labeling. I think the t-shirts need to happen for that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we um we've been thinking about doing like some merch. We've been doing like small batches for the most part. Yeah. So I noticed that people have been asking, like, oh that's a cool hat. Not probably not everyone, but like Whoever comes up and they notice the gear, they're just like, that's really cool. Yeah. working. I get it? Yeah. I'm all like, ah. <laughs> so uh, we did do a couple small batches. I think we still have like maybe a few heavy uh, hoodies. We're trying to actually work on that. So um, hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hope <laughs> to see some Coco Pele shirts, you know? <laughs> Bro. Straight the hell up. Straight the hell up. Heck yeah. I love so. That. Chris's craft, you know, it's just not just, you know, one dude, not just you, you know, it's like, no. or your twin brother, but it's like a whole team of dudes, you know, even I'm including this. Yes, sir. Um, and so, you know, who are some of these guys?
1: Um, shoot, we have a bunch of cool cats in the bunch. Uh, I'll just call them by first names. I don't think we got to hide. Uh, one of the main dudes is Frost. Great guy. Uh, One of the head growers, if not our head growers, he avoids the term master grower because it's like, who's really a master? So he just head growers good enough. It's respectful. Uh, Co-head is Randy. Randy does good work. He tears shit up all the time. Like if we're busy, he makes sure to either get it done or reach out so we can.
0: Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, He already met my brother. Awesome guy. Good looks. Can't tell you enough uh <laughs> they look just like each other <laughs> crazy how that <it> works right <laughs> uh philip is another guy uh he's uh, honestly a swiss army knife man like he can do a lot of stuff yep. like if, if honestly if this didn't pan out um he knows anything from carpentry to electrician but like he's really good he's grown we've, we've done many washes and stuff like uh the man is a straight-up soldier yeah um anthony is another guy who comes in and grinds uh, great guy grinder hard on the sleeve so if he says something that you don't he doesn't like you'd be like yo friendly fade homie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um dang i, I just don't want to forget anyone um oh cozy
0: yeah cozy boy cozy. Yeah, you can't forget cozy boy
1: right and people already know chad Honestly, uh, this man, Cozy's brought the craft rolling, and that's helped us out with our craft all around. We can't forget that this man has helped us with actually getting into, like, actual, like, legislative meetings.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah, Besides city
1: councils and stuff like that. Uh, We were struggling to even figure out where to go and what to do. So I was just uh, pretty – we are just lost, and this man just gave us more guidance and organization towards that, where it counts. Because – Without uh, us being there, that dictates our future. So without that voice that this man says that we have, we're trying to express it, capitalize.
0: Definitely. And, you know, your product speaks for yourself. And there's a lot of people out there who see it, too. So, you know, it's, it's not just from, you know, you guys or just, you know, them making it up. You know, this is a lot of the times I hear from it. You know, and you guys get tagged in videos all the time. <laughs> you know, like, go get that creases Craft. You know, it's selling out. You know, it sells right. out pretty quick um so go get go out there and get what you can you know um i don't know how long we'll have this el paso land race around um so we'll, we'll see you know that could be something that just is here and gone or it could be something that we see all the time so keep in mind
1: yeah straight up uh, we don't mind working with other breeders as well as other farms so if anyone sees this don't be shy reach out uh, my number is i think on a flyer if not message me on the backup uh, page on instagram which is and that's with the Z, because it would try to be about that biz.
0: Nice. There you go. And is that the only place you guys are found on the internet? Interwebs?
1: <laughs> In the interwebs? In the interwebs? I like saying that. Uh, <laughs> we're also on Facebook. Uh, so uh, we try to run it in-house as far as like me and my brother, whoever would run it. So um, other than that, we try to just be on different social media sites. Uh, yeah, so Facebook, look us up. Uh, we try to post what's current as far as the stories or what's happening. So check us out.
0: Nice. Well, I, appreciate it, man. And you know, one more thing before we get off here, you know we we actually have been doing a random project that just fell into our lap. Um, and I think I mentioned it last week for a little bit, But you're here with me, and you're actually involved with that, along with other couple other people um, that we have along with us. And it's, um, we're gonna be, I guess not inspecting grows, but it's more or less, you know, visiting them and then kind of more of a challenge for the grow. Do you have a good grow? Do you have a bad grow? Um, We're going to go in and inspect it. Um, We're going to do certain tests to see if you have bugs, you know, um, look for mold and mildew. Um, Between the three of us, we have about 30 years of grow experience. Um, I think about something close to that, maybe 20, 25 plus years um, of grow experience in between the three of us. And then we have our homie Tracy who's behind the camera she does an amazing job amazing. Um, amazing. and so she'll be with us as well um I just wanted to talk about it a little bit more because it's a really interesting thing that we've stumbled upon I haven't seen it anywhere else um you know it's something new and it could be something great for New Mexico you know it gives you the consumer an idea of where your cannabis comes from it gives more of a personable experience with the owners with the growers. And, you know, it, it just brings, you know, us, you know, more united as, you know, a state you know and more as an industry. You know, maybe this will also help. Maybe these farms need help. You know, maybe someone watching the show will have the means to help them in whatever way and they can contact these guys. So it's almost a way of not only just showing that, but also trying to help these farms. You know, like, OK, we're going to show you this and it's going to be a challenge, of course, and it's going to be seen by the public. But at the same time, we do want to help. Um, but are you willing to show this? You know, and people love full transparency. The first time we did it, there was really um is received really well right brand transparency
1: is first and foremost trend like it's great yeah it shows that you're not hiding anything you're not pulling a david blaine like look here while we scoop the shit here <laughs> so um yeah it is very good i like to say like the approach that we went to we didn't want to like straight up bash anyone so we left the the comments to the viewers and stuff to like kind of point out what we looked through and if it's major obviously we will catch it and then show and explain the best of our ability to what it is that it is (laughs) the situation. Mm -hmm. So uh, we encourage different people to do that. We're building out our production. So hopefully soon we'll do one ourselves just to not try to hide anything.
0: Yeah, You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Um,
1: But it was a great time. Everyone did a great job. Uh, Johnny did really good. He did. Um, I felt uh, we uh, had a good plan and Uh, The more people that we were with, we walked around because we didn't want to be like guided to a spot where they were purposely showing us where it's good. And so we just figured the more people it's hard to follow. I mean, we're not looking for anything ill will. We're just, we just want to look.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We'd go in a very unbiased opinion. You know, we went in, we weren't like, oh, this is trash, this and that. We allowed the growers to speak. Even if it was something that I disagreed with, I kept my mouth shut. And there's even a point where, I gave an explanation, and you know, I just gave an explanation because people couldn't hear on the mic very well, and it was the explanation from the growers, and I stated that. And it wasn't something that I agree with when it comes to growing, so I stated that fact, and I just walked off um, for the fact that I didn't want to say anything else extra to ruin that because we wanted the, the viewers to come to their own conclusion on this, just kind of like my show sometimes. I'll, I let you guys come to your own conclusion. I want to do the same with that grow. Allow you guys to come to the conclusion. We're just out there to show you guys what's there. And if we find something, we're going to, you know, look a little further into it. Right. We can approach it like Chris Hansen, how yeah, to catch yeah. a predator
1: because you see how uncomfortable people get. Like, sit here, buddy. Sit here. Yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, we're going to look at it. Oh, looks like we have some mites. You know, we did, you know, the first one we did find some bugs. So that was something we were able to educate the viewers on the what bugs they were, what it looks like on the plant, um, what kind of remedies that certain people use. Um, and that's where this, some of this stuff can come from, you know, maybe we could suggest something or someone can get in contact. Like I said, that could help them. Right. Um, or or leave a
1: comment of maybe other tests that could be helpful to us on our journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd be appreciative of that. We're not closed minded where it's like, what the fuck do you know? Where it's like, no, no, no. If you have other tests that we can take, that's, that's not like a big pack backpack or a machine, we're willing to try it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, we, we went there with, um, so New Mexico State. If you guys don't know, you can do this in your own farm. Um, if you take a jug, like a gallon jug, you cut the bottom off, um, and you use that. Of course, clean it out <laughs> first before anything. Clean it out. Make sure it's nice and clean, um, and sterilize it, and flip it upside down once it's dry. And you can go outside to your plant. It doesn't matter if it's flowered or or in veg. You put it in there, give it a shake, and then you take it out, and then you can put it on some paper or just you know visually look in there if it's a white jug, um, and you can see if there's any bugs or any kind of infestation or you know if there's dirt. Because we found some uh, cocoa on these guys. Someone asked, like, how does cocoa oh, get yeah. on it? Well, you know, that it looks like they were either pouring cocoa. You know, there there's stuff all over this place. So there's fans everywhere. And it looked like it just got picked up. However... And, the, the winds do get bad. So if yeah. they got wet
1: walls. I'm not saying that's an excuse. They do have fans that pull in stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, like, there's different variables we tried to think of instead of just, like,
0: call them out. Yeah. Yeah. We try to, you know, either give the benefit of the doubt or, you know, like, oh, what's going on here? But these guys only had that grow for six months, you know, like they're kind of trying to turn it around. So, I mean, the fact that we found issues is one thing, but they actually have mitigated a lot of other issues and, you know, kind of fix certain things. Now, is it perfect? Far from it. But, you know, it's one of those things that's a work in progress. And I guess their flower hasn't been on the market from what I was told. Um, I'm right. not too sure if that's correct or not. And that's because it's not up to par. Well, um, the head or assistant grower was saying that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that none was of this was, you know, is on the market yet. You know, it's not up to par, which, you know, it's fine. Um, we did see the end product, um, that is on the video. If you guys want to go check that out, it's on right. the NM area 420 group on Facebook. Um, it's open to the public. So you just go watch and, uh, you can go check it out for yourself. You know, that's the very first installment. There's some issues. Uh, we were live. So, you know, we're running the network issues and we're trying to kind of pan all that stuff out for the future. Um, but if you are, you know, watching, you have a farm, you want to put your farm to the test, or maybe even see, hey, what the hell's going on with my farm? Um, we'll come over and check it out. You know, I'm not saying that we're master growers. I hope no one thinks they're a master grower, but you know, between three different growers, I mean, I think we can, you know, have a really good eye on that. True. Uh, I don't want to
1: bust anyone's jobs with gas money and maybe a uh, place to stay type of coverage. It depending on how far out it gets. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing we probably have to start with. But I don't think that's much compared to like the exposure you can get this is actually like good for advertising your business as mm-hmm. well
0: definitely
1: you know what i mean yeah. um so you don't have to hide in the shadows and people don't gotta wonder what's happening
0: yeah definitely so that's what we want to touch base on that it's something cool um it was really fun to do it actually you know i had a really good time and i think the viewers had a good time too you yes. know to be honest it looked like yes. the comments were going and they were just having a blast <laughs> the, the homies from joints
1: and Yeah, yeah they're jokes. yeah yeah <laughs> he was on one yeah. man you
0: know, shout out to rob that was funny um so but you know, and he was very fair, you know, in the end with it, you know. So that was cool, you know, to see that everybody was like, you know what, yeah, you know, shout out to them, they're trying, you know, they're they're trying to fix it and they're been really transparent. And I saw somebody said, you know what, the con is on them for you know allowing you guys to go in there like they did is just wow. So if you guys are out there, I mean this farm allowed us to do all kinds of stuff and go in. And if you really want to put it to the test, you want the public to know, hit us up, right? You know? And this is one way you can put it to the test. So for dead and right
1: for one more thing sorry man i wanted to show this before uh we uh forget uh so we have this little side thing from our uh little side grows which we'll talk about probably or chad will bring up in future podcasts um so pinkies is one of the straight cultivars from ghost genetics as well this man is on it so if you see him around Tell them what's up, Chad. You want to take a smile? Can I sure. it to the camera? My so
0: he brought us some product today to show off a little bit. I asked him if he could, he couldn't bring like the whole line to show you like, you know, everything, but, ah, uh, smells so good. You get to check it out here. All right, I'm look The phone. camera <laughs> doesn't really give much justice because of the lighting and just the way the camera is. There we go. It was a good little angle. Um, but uh, it looks so good. Very light in color. Oh, Pinkies is one of the better ones that I like. Um, and also of course the sunrise. sunrise. um, uh, yeah, I love the smell of this. Um, he brought it in to show you guys, you know, this is what Christmas Craft Cannabis um, product looks like um, and what you can, you know, really expect and everything uh, from people. So, again, here's the pinkies. I love it. Love the labels. Uh, shout out to Koala. You know, shout out to the homie there. You know, that's that's dope artwork there. Do, um, doing his thing. Yeah, doing his thingy thing. So, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, have you guys you on again and, you know, see what other products come along. Because, I mean, only a couple of months and now the line's up to, what, Seven
1: six i think let's see yeah six right now plus uh i will say a little spoiler we do have another project in the works for another little small batch on our end so be on the lookout
0: <laughs> um
1: yeah so any farmers that want to try to uh, take a chance on us we definitely want to prove our worth just as much as the next so other than that shoot i mean you see the work we can help you get there. Yeah. It's not just blowing that smoke up your butt. So
0: Yeah. And there's also new pricing that you know figured out and everything, right?
1: Right, right. So uh, we have different price tier brackets. The more you buy, the better, obviously, it gets. It's like Sam's. If you show up buying bulk, you get better price. So we feel that it best represents uh, the pricing in our brand. So hopefully we get out there more. Um, shoot, we like to thank the community and everyone that – shit supports us. It's just unreal. Definitely. And the love is just crazy. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, I appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you bringing the product. I appreciate you coming on the show again. And, you know, I like doing this update thing. The last time I did it was with Gringo, but it was so soon after the first episode they're on. It wasn't much of an update. <laughs> right. So it's really cool to see, you know, people coming back and kind of, you know, circling back and see how things are. So, um, yeah. Well, cool. I well, appreciate you coming on and let's continue this conversation, guys. I got a couple more topics for y'all. Um, one kind of came up in the last couple of days. Um, it looked like the city of Albuquerque, well, the city council um, was trying to propose an outdoor grow ban. And it was from one counselor. And I got word before the show um, that it most likely was stricken down and kind of pulled from it. Um, I think a lot of people complained, and which is good. Um, you should complain about stuff like that. You should call them pissed off and be like, what the hell? And this is a prime example of what can be accomplished if we actually tell the government what we want, you know, because they had no choice but to get rid of it because so many people were pissed off. Um, but what this does, and I'll explain it, um, this was City Councilor Brooke Besson. Um She represents the far north northeast heights. I have no clue. I'm not from Albuquerque. I know like Mars almost. Um, and she proposed an ordinance that would make outdoor growing illegal. Um, so if you guys live in that area and she's a representative, I heard she's actually up for re-election in November. If you like or dislike how she's um, doing, you vote this November to decide that. If you want her to remain there, she is on the Republican side. Albuquerque's city council was mostly historically a Democrat, and it switched, I think, a couple of years ago. However, the most of them were coming up for a re-election, and so we'll see if that sticks or not. Well, by her moves, she better move carefully. <laughs> yeah, especially in Albuquerque. It's not like, you know, rural New Mexico. <laughs> right. That could dictate
1: from that little area bleed out to the states where I it, feel that it's honestly uh, – I don't know what's next. Is like you can take our speech away?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of my worries. Usually when Albuquerque does something, Las Cruces will follow after. That's what happened with the bag ban. Yeah. Um, Albuquerque banned yeah. uh, bags and plastic bags at the store. And now you have to pay 10 cents. Well, they got rid of it. You know. Now Cruces <laughs> did it uh, following them. And now we do that. So when something like this happens, usually that happens, and then it bleeds through the whole state. Or if Santa Fe does it, Albuquerque will do it after, and then Las Cruces. It's kind of like the testing bed for those two. So I'm really glad that this didn't happen because, sadly, when that does occur, um, other cities tend to follow uh, follow suit. Wow. Um, I'm not sure why they do that because sometimes it's terrible, and certain sometimes it just doesn't work for that area. You know right. what I mean?
1: That's why I have my opinions. Just like okay, from free bags, then now I gotta pay ten cents. Yeah, like come on, bro. Like the inflation's killing a lot of the people. Yeah, not a lot of people get raises at their jobs, and so it's like, <laughs> all right. But that's just me. That's my rant.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, we all have our you know opinions on the whole bag thing, and that's that's where it comes down to, you know, stuff like that. Um, and that's where you should have your opinion. You should let them know if you agree or disagree with their decision. Um, but that could change things. Um, and I'll explain that a little bit later in this conversation. I'll, we don't have to talk about too much since it didn't happen, but it's really important the fact that we know when something like this is going to happen, uh, when to show up and even to just contact your city representative, you know, your city councilor, um, Because if something like this pops up and you can have contact because you usually you can call them or whatever, you know, they're usually pretty easy to contact in the city. Um, it, Tell them that this is not good, and give them reasons why. My reasons: we don't do anything about the poop smell when, during, uh, near the farms. We don't do anything about the oil smell during, near the oil fields. We don't do anything about tobacco smell, you know, near people who are smoking or bars or anything. We don't do anything about any smell in the city, you know. Like there's sometimes sewage smell in Las Cruces that you know will seep out and you Go know. Go by the truck stop. Yeah, I, exactly. mean, I know that's a septic area, but like it's yeah, still, it's just like by the dump, you know. it, it's, it just naturally stinks. However, cannabis. It smells, but it's not those smells. You know what I mean? It's it's a different smell. I enjoy the cannabis smells. I do too. <laughs> I'm a cannabis user, so of course I enjoy it. But not everybody does. I get it. However, um, I don't think that we should be punished for the fact that they just right. dislike that smell. Like, you know, like I don't live near a cow farm, you know, for For, for that reason. For, for reasons. I don't live in New York City. I heard it smells. You know, like I heard that place actually really stinks. Yeah, your, um, your neighbor is like literally less than like prison cell. Yeah, dude, I can't be that close to people. It's not fun for me. Um, so, but that, those are my reasons. And they'll also mulberries pose more of a threat to the public than cannabis does. Like every year yes. when the mulberries yep. are blooming, I about die when cannabis is yep. blooming. Yep. I'm sorry if you're, it's a, a smell that you don't enjoy, but at least you're not going to die, you know, or like have a possibility of having some infection or something because of the, you know, all the stuff you got going on. So, Mulberries are more of a threat than cannabis plants growing, and I just feel like this city councilor um, was told by a couple of her constituents issues of smell, and then she decided to, because if you guys don't know, and this is what I'm going to explain to you, it only takes two people for a politician to say my constituents, for it to be plural, to go from one to two, right? That it becomes plural. So that's all it takes. So it could have been two people that caused this right here, this whole thing, you know, could have been her neighbors. Yeah, it could have been her neighbors. Could have been her family. Or it could have been the fact that, you know, her someone she knows has ends with the grow and they're not doing well and they're mad at people growing at home because they think it's digging into their profit when it's really not. Um, You know, people that normally grow at home, they don't grow as much and then you know they don't have as the quality. I mean I grow at home and there's times where I'm dry. You know, like I have times like that. You know, it happens as a grower. And so you know I don't know what to say. There's times we have to buy from the store anyway. You know, it goes both ways. But that goes to
1: what you're saying the importance of like voicing yourself because Mm -hmm. these people are supposed to work for us. We vote them in for a reason. Yeah. So I don't think uh, us not saying anything
0: helps the matter other than being like obedient. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Got a critical think once in a while. And I will say something on this, you know, from my understanding that th- that actually wasn't legal um, due to the Cannabis Regulation Act, what's in it. And I have the law, like the, the two things listed right here, where I believe personally that, you know, they just wouldn't be able to do it per the law. Nope. And right here it says um, a local jurisdiction shall not, and then it goes down number six, prohibit a person from producing homegrown cannabis as provided for the Cannabis Regulation Act. And so then I went up and I looked what a household means. Household means a unit and includes any place in or around the housing unit at which an occupant of the housing unit produces, manufactures, keeps, or stores homegrown cannabis Mm -hmm. or homemade cannabis products. So right there in the law, it states that a local jurisdiction can't even do that. So my fact is either they found that out because every city council has a lawyer on there to make sure what they're proposing is legal. And she could have went up and said, hey, I don't think this is going to work. You're going to get sued or they could have just it could have just been such backlash that they said okay we can't we're not going to do it you know this is very unpopular and you know it's it's close to election season and we need those votes so you know that's one thing that you know we have to keep in mind that they work for votes people so if they understand they're not going to get those votes they might change their mind um we might see this lady change her mind in the future too if that's the case right
1: it's like the ten Weed commandments right there
0: yeah definitely so i just wanted to update you guys on this um luckily I guess from my understanding from the folks up in Albuquerque, thank you for updating me. Um, This didn't pass, didn't go through. Um, I don't even think it made the agenda today. I think it was taken off. Thank God. Uh, Doesn't even need... Yeah, like we fought really hard for these rights, y'all. Like really hard. I was a part of this. And we need to keep fighting to keep them because... It only takes a couple people to ruin it for everybody. Right. A
1: a smell like, you know, beat up the person, you know, get in a brawl in the elevator because someone farted in it. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) It's like smells are everywhere and I'm sorry that we can't do everything about all of them. You know, it's just, it is what it is. It's just, luckily we love the smell of bursting green chili. You know, no one seems to have a problem with that, you know, so that seems to be taking over the everywhere right now, Um, but no one seems to care. (laughs) that's when you know you're home though when you cross that
1: threshold and Mm -hmm. your allergies bug you and you can smell the chili (laughs) you're like oh yeah i just came back
0: from florida but i'm home (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's great to be back yeah but anyway moving on that's all i wanted to update you guys on that this next two um uh topics going to be a little shorter. Uh, this next one is High Times goes public on the stock market. And they did this in a really interesting way. So it looks like High Times Holding Corporation has entered into an agreement to sell its core intellectual property to Lucy Scientific Discovery. They're on the NASDAQ already. Um, so what they're doing is they're, they're selling you know, all their IP to this company. And I think it's a way so they can get more funds. Because if you guys don't know, High Times has kind of been hurting for a while financially. And you know with the, the way that they're doing their the High Times Cannabis Cups these days, um, they're going from state to state, and then most of them are online. And even the one here in New Mexico got, you know, postponed to December. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's actually startling.
1: I like how they do the podcast, and they're just like, well, we're not doing this for money, but how much are the
0: judging kits? Yeah, well, exactly. Who, who and they got slashed in price. Again? Yeah, yeah. They got slashed in price. So, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it be for money? <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. So, and I got this, pulled this from an article. So I'll just, you know, read what it says pretty much to you guys. It says, this transaction effectively takes High Times public and provides its investors with a 19% stake in Lucy, along with milestone payments based upon profit growth metrics um, related to the High Times assets. So it's kind of tied into that company, um, not on its own. And it looks like from what I was reading in the article, since High Times does have its own cannabis dispensary, that company and business is going to be a separate entity away from this one. So that's the way they got away from, get away with it. There's a way around things, y'all, um, especially when it comes to the corporation stuff. And especially with Schedule 3 um, coming up on our horizon, or actually it was just suggested. Right. We really don't know if it's going to be Schedule 3. It's just really rare for another government agency to go against another one. Right, right. Like at that point, it's like uh, they're stabbing themselves in the back. <laughs> yeah. Or we could get lucky and the DEA could look at it on a broader you know, spectrum than what it was brought to them. Because HHS was looking at it from a medical perspective only. You know, right. they weren't looking at it from an industry's perspective or a perspective of where it comes from any industry. So I mean, the DEA could take that and say, "Okay, I like that, but let's look at the industries." Okay, there's you know such and such amount of states that have a legal adult use industry. If we do something to disrupt that, that could be billions of dollars in, like lost in the future for us. Um, but if we do this correctly, that could be billions of dollars for us. Today, during, for yeah, today that we could have. Now, one thing that we will have to keep in mind is the DEA could totally screw us and not do anything. You know, like that, that's the options. They have the option to do nothing, keep it a uh, schedule one. They have the option to do one, two, three, four, five. Um, or they have the option to deschedule, which is something that we want and something that we need. Um, because like scheduling still has a punishment for the user, for the end user. There's still a federal punishment on there if it's schedule three. If you deschedule, there's no punishment for it. Um, And then the states come up with their own laws, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the federal government will come up with their own regulations. You have the FDA and all that, and they have their own say and stuff, and HHS and all the other alphabet boys that are out there. Um, (laughs) You know, they all get their say, and sadly, that's the industry that we decided to join, um, and this is what we're being dealt with. Now, there's a way things are and a way things should be. Um, Do I feel it's going to be descheduled? I feel there's a 10% chance of it being descheduled um i feel our cards are just going to be on schedule three for now and that's just the way the government works they want to work it in steps It still screws us um especially us end users at the border checks here in the borderland um because here in las cruces i can't go any direction without hitting a border check um and then i haven't even left the county sometimes and they ask me if i'm an american citizen
1: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> so yeah that's yeah, yeah yeah the only that's people funny. that keep safe are the people who don't live in this area you know so it keeps them happy at night i guess so you know we get to suffer for that and you know we get to continue to suffer if this goes to schedule three if it gets descheduled then we don't have to worry about that anymore and you know we can just go about our day and just tell them american
1: citizen leave me alone well, um because even like the rescheduling might come with repercussions that we probably won't see as far as updated regulations to whatever standards is The new entity right yeah 100 and so for us little small businesses mom and pops uh what if it's something financially we cannot accomplish yeah so that would in turn make us like obsolete i feel is that like a dr doom theory i can't say but that's one of the fears that could be in play if it's fair you know reschedule
0: yeah yeah i know um rescheduling comes up with a bunch of fears there's a lot of unknowns and i I kind of feel that the government is still kind of figuring it out themselves what this actually means because you know this could also possibly mean that some of these companies could be on um on the stock market come to schedule three we don't know yet you know that could be a possibility because banking is unlocked with this you right. know like you know the banks will be able to work with them because even, the drugs that are on schedule three you know most pharmaceutical companies sell you know and they, they do banking with them so you think descheduling would lead yeah. to that too yeah de- exactly these de- scheduling would literally make all of these issues so much smaller. It would make this process so much easier. Cause now we already have this CBD hemp cannabis THC confusion going on, where you know the the 2018 hemp bill pretty much legalized cannabis, but then there's these little little tiny things in it where it's not and it's it's really confusing. We could really Stop the confusion by just descheduling.
1: They, they pretended they didn't already like accomplish another prohibition like stoppage, which is do alcohol and JFK
0: exactly and shit like that. That's yeah, what I'm all so, like, so how do we it, not know? Yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, we're, we're kind of ranting on that because th- this is huge coming out right. with about you know rescheduling and you know something like this we could see a lot more of. There are some cannabis companies on the Canadian market. I um, mean, you can go through. That. I think Ameritrade, um, you'll be able to to go to their market and buy it on there. Yes. But if it deschedules um, or even reschedules to a certain number, not sure what it is is, we're still figuring it out, um, that could still be the case. Now we want descheduling. I don't know what companies are going to be on there, but I can see quite a few jumping because these stocks actually jumped up for those when the HHS made their decision. So stocks had already jumped up. And now, with something like this, I can see them jumping up again because this is an opportunity for people. If you love High Times or whatever, you can have some liquidity, you know, opportunity. Right. With this. Be an actual part of them. Yeah. You can be a shareholder. So, of High Times. And I guess that's something cool. If you're into that, if you want to do that, that's up to you. That's your decision in the end. If you like it, if you don't like it. Um, but yeah, High Times looks like they, um, they sold their IP to this company. And uh, we, I guess we're going to see them on the stock market here soon. So, if you guys, you know, want to see if that does well, you know put your change to it so you know that's that's another way that people like to make money as a stock market
1: all right we'll see how it goes because the way that they're moving uh without people complaining i felt like they wouldn't take the steps they did now
0: yeah 100 percent,
1: dude so so
0: but yeah that's all i have on the high times thing um it really wasn't too much on it you know it, it's pretty cut and dry you know they sold their ip and now they're, they're gonna be on the stock market in a little more not private, you know, they're well, going more public. I feel if you want to lose money, do that. <laughs> I mean, what do you do if you're thinking. already bleeding? This is <laughs> right, this is throw more blood at someone that's dead, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's that for that. Um, the next topic that we're gonna have the last one for the day. So, that Minerva explosion that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, we got some answers about what happened, um, what's going on, and you know, the whole crap with that. So, it looks like, um So if you guys didn't know, Minerva has a manufacturing plant near Leo in in northern New Mexico near Albuquerque. And it looks like they were operating without a valid permit for the New Mexico Environment Department, Uh um, Cannabis and Hemp Bureau. Uh, So, yeah, it, it looks like they also didn't have the right licensing. They may have had the right licensing through the CCD, but it looks like this permit actually started of April of this year that they require. So it looks like. They also require another one through them, um, so that way they can make sure you're safe. And honestly, it looks like the reason why they did that is to prevent something like this from happening. Um, I get it; it's another step, it's another entity that you have to go through. But maybe if they went and inspected, this wouldn't have happened, you know. But I don't know; this could have went down to employee training, you know, improper use of equipment or, or equipment malfunction. So, you know, I'm not sure. You know, and because you know, it says. Uh, there are one of three manufacturing facilities in New Mexico that received the letter from the environmental department. Um, one was in Carlsbad, Silver City, and then Bernalillo. So most of them are in the South, y'all, stop messing up. Um, and the other one is that one, unfortunately, that had that um, explosion. It looks like less than two weeks before the incident, um, I guess the producing blah, 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 where is it? It looks like they, yeah, yeah, they were told um, by them to you know kind of stop. Uh, so maybe they they went and kept going so it's crazy um it just kind of baffles me that this still is still happening um and this is the third time it's happened in our history you know um this is sad but it looks like they weren't doing things right at all um and that goes down to it guys i get it we don't like the fact that we have more stuff to do sometimes and more paperwork but You kind of need to because now they have a civil penalty up to $500 for each violation. And of course, now the CCD can come down and and put them out of business. Um, So just do the right (laughs) thing. (laughs) Have the right licensing. You know, um, it's a really big deal if you're not manufacturing with the correct licensing. I'm sure you can talk on that too a little bit.
1: Yeah, we have a a type 3 which is like solventless. We can't use any combustible gases like so. Uh, We try to avoid stuff like that because if you work in a (laughs) <laughs> in a place called the boom boom room and we're not talking about Ray's boom boom room from life like it will take you out of life yeah. so um the precautions are definitely there for a reason i know that sometimes the steps suck but with that being said like rather be safe than sorry let's do it right or don't do it at all yeah at least with this if we mess up it's mainly because of uh either the product or too much ice it's either on our end on the light end or it's the farmer's end. That's what it comes down to, but no one gets hurt other than feelings on a conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you maybe get hit with a paddle. You know, that's probably the most on uh, accident. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a creek without a paddle. Yeah, yeah. You make it a little wet. You know, <laughs> it's like, woo. Sorry, now, those rooms are cold. Yeah, I will admit that. But you know, it's not going to blow up from being cold. Um, you know, or anything like that. So yeah, I mean, keep that in mind. You know, and, and hash rosin hmm. seems to be, you know, a little bit more popular these days. You know, I seem to like it. Um, I know some people don't like the lipids that are in it and guys fats and lipids are the same thing. Lipids means fats. Um, So yeah, the lipids are in it, whatever. Um, But it comes down to personal preference, you know, like what what do you like? What do you not like? You know, if you like, you know, full spec, if you like, you know, um, CO2 extraction, you know, if you like, you know, CRC, um, you know, that's your thing, you know, that's what you like, but you know, not for everybody.
1: (laughs) I just think there's residuals on both uh, uh, ways of extracting where, Uh, Some labs like this one who did things poorly, where some of them do the actually purge what they need out versus if they complain about lipids and the rosin. That's the only thing you can really complain about. At least it's not any type of solvent gases or whatever residuals in there. Yeah, And that's why we went that way. Because like like you said, my body isn't speaking healthy, but my lungs thank me because it's as natural as we can get as far as smoking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just to update you guys, so it looks like the environmental department confirmed that Minerva was working within the parameters of the enforcement action and continue to manufacture cannabis products at the facility. Um, I guess they're going to remain on the enforcement watch list until they're properly permitted. So they're at least allowing them to keep going and they're just watching them to make sure that nothing happens again, which that's kind of cool. You know, they could have just shut them down totally and said, you guys are fucked, you know, whatever, screw you. But it looks like the government entities in the state are really trying to work with us. Um, so don't take their kindness for weakness. weakness yeah you know that is not what the situation is they're just trying to help you I, know honestly they should buy a lotto ticket yeah yeah you really should you guys are really lucky <laughs> yeah you guys got really lucky on this one um especially the, the poor guy who, who got burnt unfortunately i hope he's okay and um, quick, I hope he heals reco- fast. Yeah. yeah i hope he recovers fast he's getting back to work and i hope it's not something that's going to just, you know, damage him for life. You can't, you know, his mobility is, is you know. Um, right.
1: I've I seen, like, a Nightmare in Elm Street with Freddy Cougar. Like, that shit does not
0: look cool. No, so, it doesn't. And no one wants to go through that. And no. Unfortunately, there's been people in the state who have gone through similar where they, they got, like, 30% of the body burnt and everything. and You know, that that's that's a real thing that, that happens, and this has happened in the state. We don't want to go through that again. I know I've talked about this a few times, but it's a serious thing. If you guys are going to be doing um, solvent Extractions—you need to be as safe as possible. Like yeah. you were literally extracting in a boom, boom bomb room. You know, like I feel safer—I felt safer in Iraq with IEDs than I do with a boom, boom room. Like, to 100% honest. So, you know, just just saying how dangerous that is. So, but anyway, guys, um, that's it for for the Minerva explosion. Um, that's pretty much all the information from it. Um, it looks like they are getting the permit. We'll we'll see what happens. CCD still has you know a say in it you know this is just another government entity so we'll see what happens I'll keep you guys updated um, this came from the paper in Albuquerque so it came from a, a news article I think I have the article on my Instagram so if you guys want to read it just go to my Instagram stories click through I got all kinds of articles of today's topics actually so there's a little treat for y'all you for you're watching so if you want to go check that out go over to the invader Kush Instagram profile and check it out is it also on the med school yeah I also did put it on the Nm area 420 page so if you want to go through there I didn't put in, you know as much as i did on instagram it's just mostly just a link um you guys can go read it and everything so those are the pretty much all the topics of this week you know some of these are kind of important some of these are kind of like oh well that's the times are changing you know ever since that schedule three um announcement things have been kind of weird <laughs> so it's only gonna get, get weirder guys nothing's gonna be normal um this time this this going on further um so but yeah why don't you uh, get us out of here buddy
1: hey man appreciate you having me appreciate you being part of the crew Uh Cruises Craft, we don't preach community. We actually want to be in there. So like I said, don't be shy, holler at your guy. Um shit. Let's do some work. Let's do great things. And again, thanks you. Thank you for updating not only me but all of us on the important issues. And until again, next time, we are out. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Shoots.
0: Good job on that.